Welcome to Truthzilla. I am Megan sitting here with Scott and Ed. We are very excited tonight to have uh, a special guest, Jared Tier. He is an Army veteran, a professional kickboxer, and a writer. And we are very excited uh, for his uh, political opinions here tonight. Welcome, Jared. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. So, uh, yeah. So, Jared, why don't you tell us a little bit about... Uh, how you came to have a political opinion. Yeah. Where these political yeah. opinions well, come yeah, from. I'm politically opinionated. Opi politically opinionated. I should have brought yeah. it in that way, yeah. and that's what I meant yeah. to say. <laughs> it's all good. Hey, I'm politically opinionated. I don't even want to be talking about this crap. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm more of a dork, you know? Mm. I'm a nerd. It seems like these days, no, you're supposed to be a hard G and hate the man and all this bull crap, you know, that they... It seems like they push this stuff on black people and I'm here to push back because I'm a veteran and a professional fighter and I'm just wired to push back. So, all right. Um, let me give a little bit about my history. Uh, both of my parents are from East St. Louis, Illinois, right? And anybody who knows about East St. Louis, it's like the blackest city in the history of America, right? It's like a 99.9% black place so i'm born in springfield illinois moved to east st louis when i was like two or three and and i'm giving this background just so people will know where i'm coming from right absolutely so i'm from a all black area every everything i saw was black black owned black businesses except for the chinese food places but that's a different story but anyways so when i was like eight years old my mom up and moved we decided to move to irving texas right so I don't know if you guys know about Irving, but mm. I haven't been there in a few years. But when I was growing up in Irving, like I moved there in 1988. I'm an 80s baby. So moved there in 1988. I was eight, eight years old. It was like culture shock for me because it was like a very culturally diverse area. Like there was white people. I, I see white people on TV. Like seriously. Yeah. When I was living there, there was no white people around. Like, it's, it's kind of hard to believe, but that's really how East St. Louis was back then, you know? Um, I had white friends. I'm in school with white kids, Mexican kids, Asian kids, a couple Arab kids. So I went from the culture shock to, that was a culture shock to me. Because the only people, white people I knew of were like Hulk Hogan on TV, <laughs> The Ultimate Warrior, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all my, a lot of my heroes were these, these white people, right? So, um... And that's not to say I didn't have black heroes. Of course, I'm just trying to show the racial dynamics that were going on at the time. Sure. You know, but so it was like a culture shock to me. So I'm growing up, growing up around all these people. We're, we're friends. These are my friends. I don't know any different. Mm -hmm. Sure. No. So it was a very culturally, culturally diverse area. That's where I grew up. I would say I, I'm not from Irving, Texas, but I grew sure. up there. So... Yeah, I ended up uh, in high school. I was on the wrestling team, right? And newsflash, not a lot of black guys wrestle. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But high school for me started in 1993. This, oh, okay. I've always been into martial arts as well. This might be some of my cultural diversity as well. Mm -hmm. Like, I grew up, I kind of know about race, but I don't see it. I grew up the Ninja Turtles. Yep. They're four green guys, okay? <laughs> right. Those are my heroes. Yeah. All right. If I don't have a problem with four green dudes, why would I have a problem with white people or anybody? You know what I'm saying? Sure. So those are some of my heroes. 
1993, I think that's the year the UFC started, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I see UFC on uh, TV. Well, we had the uh, VHS tapes back then. Yeah, yeah. Like my buddy, I went over his house, man, I got this. They're fighting and it's real and it's no holds barred. So that was like the first UFC, right? Oh, this little dude from Brazil, he's beating everybody's ass. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. So I was like, man, after I watched the first UFC, I was like, dude, I'm going to wrestle in high school so I can learn how to grapple and stuff like that, you know? So joined the uh, wrestling team. There were, when I joined the wrestling team, I was the black guy. There were some Asian guys on the team, some Korean guys specifically, some Korean guys. Um, one of our state champions, when I joined the team, he was a senior or a junior, I forget. But uh, he was uh, Middle Eastern, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he was the person of color. And on the wrestling team, it wasn't, it was, it was about, a, it was what Martin Luther King talked about. You're judged by your merit. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're kicking ass for us, keep kicking ass. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I, there was none of that racial bullshit. And don't get me wrong, you know what I'm saying? I know that there's racism. Sure. Okay, I'm going to go into a tangent. Totally. Black yep. conservatives get the worst from both sides. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. like, you talk about iron sharpening iron in the Bible, like, it's like a pressure cooker. You're getting it on this side from the racist white people. Of course there's racism. Yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a black guy from Texas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Of course I experienced racism. But you all also have the black people like, oh, you're a sellout if you're not supporting everything the progressives, the woke progressives tell you to. I'm like, have you looked at some of the shit they're telling you to support? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, they're like, I know that goes against everything I stand for on Sunday, but God dang it, it's Monday. No, yeah. Yeah. life don't work like that. So we get it from both sides, you know what I'm saying? So Sam Tripoli always says the, the black progressives are the, the new punk rock. Yep. Yep. <laughs> black conservatives. Black, black, conservatives. black conservatives are the Excuse new me, punk black rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay. it's like, yeah. yeah, you do we're going against the grain here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, but it's you know what? It's not about it's about it's about common sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I consider myself to be an independent conservative. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat, but I'm damn sure leaning more towards the Republicans at this point in history because, hey, they line up more with my values that I support, things that I support. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. what the hell has Trump done for you? Uh, he supports the military. He doesn't think the military are, should be spat on when they come back from foreign countries. Mm-hmm. Um, he supports the VA. Yep. He's supporting our veterans. Yep. Uh, but what about what he said about McCain? Well, McCain was a dickhead and they were political rivals. You know, mm-hmm. it happens. Give the guy a pass. Mm-hmm. You know what? I know the guy isn't perfect, right. but coming from my perspective, nobody's perfect. Who's perfect? You, you, you. Mm-hmm. No, right. none nah. of us, right? Right. Nah. I just align more with what he's talking about than I do with what the Democrats are talking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Trump ain't perfect, but still better than the Democrat alternatives. That's my thing. You know what I'm saying? And I'll argue Absolutely. that with anybody all day. Don't really care. You won't have to argue that here. For yeah. sure not. Well, the Democratic <laughs> Party has really been hijacked, I yeah. feel like, you know, by Certainly. extremists, like extreme yeah. ideals. Like, you know, the Democratic Party, uh, I I never was like huge on board with them, but but even, you know, 20 years ago, it's a whole different animal now. Yeah. It's a whole Certainly. different ideal. And, 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 and really, I, I feel like that the... 
lifelong, you know, supporters of the Democratic Party and then have been, you know, like I, my grandparents were. Um, and, and just like in the last few years, it just, it became, it, it's not something that anyone even recognizes anymore as anything that they, like you say, like, uh, you know, all the standards and everything that was supposed to be progressive and good about the Democratic Party has been completely perverted to be something that's absolutely anti-American. You know, it's totally subversive to anything that's good really for anybody. I mean, as far as I can see, like it's, it's just it's gone so far south. And then the Republican Party has a whole slew of its own problems. And it's like you say, you know, trying to align yourself with with one or the other with one or the other. It's it's not yeah, really not something that can be done better than the alternative. But, you know, and I always come at it and I feel like, you know, we all probably are coming at it from a point of what is right and wrong. What, what are ethics? What are morals? What do we stand for as human sure. beings? What do we want to see in our families, in our neighborhoods, within our, within our friends? You know what I mean? And that's where we lean. And, and so, you know, yeah, like you, you know, I feel like it, we kind of get shoved. I often get shoved into a box. You know what I mean? Like, this is who sure. you are. This is how you should feel. This is, you know, um, you know and, and, it, and it's not true for me. It's not true for me. And things even that I thought 20 years ago that, that were, you know, very important to me then, you know, it took some growing up. You know, you have to become and, and really become firm in who you are as an adult to, to make, you know, good discernment, to have good, you know, ideals, I feel. And, uh, and anyway, so I'll go off on a tangent too, but oh, yeah. no, we love oh, it. That's, that's <laughs> we love it. I'm right. I'm hey. Yeah. You're preaching to the choir. Yeah. <laughs> sure. yeah. So, uh, so after uh wrestling team, what, what happened then? Oh, okay. Yeah. I was, I was telling the story about how I came. Okay. So the majority of the wrestling team, they're white guys, right? Yeah. And I don't know. Okay, so Irving, Texas, at this time, this was like nineteen ninety four ish, five ish. Dude, we had Irving, Texas had Bloods, mm. Crips. They had Asian gangs that would mess you up. They had Mexican gangs that would mess you up if you looked at them wrong. And they had racist white people. You know yep. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So growing up in that environment, I would be, oh, these guys don't like you because of the color of your skin. Okay, so what? These guys don't like me because of the color of my shirt. Yeah. Neither do those guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so that combined with being on the wrestling team, you just have to, when you're on the wrestling team, you're going to get into fights. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, we fought yeah. so much. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so there was one night we went to the, we were at the pool hall, right, in Irving, Texas. Friendly Billiards is the name of it. I don't even know if it's still there. It's called Friendly Billiards. <laughs> I used to get my haircut at the barbershop right next to the place. We used to see, like, man, Michael Irvin used to come through there. I don't know if you guys are football fans, but he used to play for the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Was This was when we were winning Super Bowls. Like, it's, it's been a while. <laughs> Michael Irvin would just come through and, hey, everybody's haircut is on me. You know what I'm saying? Very cool dude, you know? But anyway, I'm getting – that's that's another story. But so I went to the pool hall right next to the barbershop that I used to go to. Um, this was back in the 90s. So we had pagers. Right. And there was a white girl in there. And I'm over here playing a pool with um, two, but three buddies from the wrestling team, two white guys, one Asian guy. Right. And we're just playing pool, shooting the shit. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, my pager came up missing. Where's my pager? And I hear it. But we're we're doing our own thing. Right. But they're over there. My pager. I bet that. Can I say the in, well? I bet that N word stole it. You know what I'm saying? Talking to me. Oh. And I'm like, what the hell? 
And this was like in the 90s when Stone Cold was big, right? So I thought I was Stone Cold back then. I, I went over to her girl. I was like, I'm going to whoop your ass first. I'm not talking to the girl, but the guy she was with. Because that standards, once again, you're we're not the same. I'm going to whoop your ass, your ass, your ass. Then I'm going to whoop your ass. I used to talk a lot of crap back then. Yeah, yeah. But hey, I just got called the N-word. So yeah. hey, now you've brought this out of me. And you know what? My white buddy came up to me. He was like, hey, Jared, we should probably make an escape right now because they're starting to surround us. And I was like, you're right about that. We'll whoop your asses later. <laughs> we got the hell out of there, right? So, man, we walked out of there like we were tough, right? As soon as we got outside, we took off, bro. We were like, we went and we hid behind some cars and like the place emptied out. Like they emptied out. They jumped in their trucks, cars, and they were like, Looking around, looking for us around the neighborhood, right? Yeah, crazy stuff. Yeah, wow. what the- we, were, we were being all clandestine, sneaking around. So we we were able to make it out of the area, and we got to a friend's house, right? And there's another white guy from the wrestling team whose house we went to, and we were like, "God, we were so stupid. We were so stupid." <laughs> yeah, we were like, "Call all the call all the wrestling team members over. We're gonna get into a fight." So everybody met up, a whole bunch of white guys, the Asian guys, a couple other black guys that were on the team, Mexican guys at the time, all met up at our white friend's house. And all, but it was mostly white guys, right? Yeah. So all these white guys are going to help me go and fight these racist guys that called their friend the N-word. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, it's, there's a lot of stuff like that that happened to me sure. when I was growing up. So I, I just, I can't see race. Well, I do see race. But race ain't, that ain't the deciding factor. It's not factor. a deciding factor. Like That's just it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a deal breaker. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're white. Well, they're shitty people. That's the thing. Like, there's so much hate in the world in general. And, like, you can pick any reason to hate somebody or to find, you know, exactly. disfavor with someone. And, and and I feel like that the race card is, like, especially now, that's like the huge, that's the wild card. If we don't like what you say, oh, you're a racist. If we don't like this, oh, you're a racist. Like, it's the blanket. Exactly. And, and the truth of the matter is, I mean, you know, I, I feel like everyone's dealt with this discrimination to some degree, right? And, and in different ways, you know what I mean? A lot of people have for all kind of different reasons. Um, and Don't get me wrong. I'm know. full of hate. I'm full of hate. <laughs> I hate everyone equally. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But but I don't feel that in my experience, and it's just my singular experience, but I, I didn't, it's like you say, like I, I grew up with all different all different kids all different nationality. I grew up in the San Francisco Bay area. You know what I mean? And like, a lot of people don't have that experience. They don't, but I was, I had some reservations about coming on here tonight and talking to you guys. Cause like if people knew about, I've lost friends on Facebook, like family members have unfriended me because of some, just this is my opinion about something. You know what I'm saying? It's happened to me quite a bit. Everybody doesn't have, that type of you know exposure to other people mm-hmm. yep. and i think you need that you need sure. it but the military, a good thing about the military they make you get together and they make you oh you two hate each other well you two are battle buddies mm-hmm. now you carry this shit up a hill see mm-hmm. you later mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and yeah. then they become friends at the end yeah could so. be um i i i just feel like i don't see that americans hate one another like we don't i think the vast majority of human beings don't 
not like each other, don't have an issue with one another based on the color of their skin, based on their, uh, you know, ethnicity, based on their religious, you know, beliefs. We don't care. People don't care. I, by and large, human beings want to be accepted for themselves. And in that, we offer that to other people, right? I feel like that, that that sovereignty, that acknowledging someone else's individuality as special and beautiful to them is, is the beauty of, of America. That's why we are as strong and powerful as we are. This other narrative isn't the, the large reality. Like you say, there's racism and there's, there's shitty people, horrible things happen to all kinds of people in any walk of life that you can imagine, and we can pick any of that apart. But, but Americans don't hate one another for these reasons. We're not divided like the media is trying to make us feel that we're divided. Um, it gets clicks. What's it's that? a juicy news story. Yeah. Sure. Oh, racial division, it gets clicks. Mm -hmm. It's a juicy news story. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Mm -hmm. It yep. seems like every day I wake up, there is some new racist crap that I should be upset about that, okay, this... No, I'm not. I'm not going to go along with the narrative. I'm supposed to be upset. It's like, I don't see how people live this way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As a professional athlete, not even that is just a, just a decent person. You don't wake up every day looking for something to be offended about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's it. It gets old. It gets tired. Yep. No, I'm trying to make this a good day. I don't need to see how Trump didn't uh, specifically condemn white supremacy for the millionth time. <laughs> right. Done it 999,000 times. Yep. Right. This time, he was slow on his response. Get out of here. Nobody right. wants to hear that. But right. Yeah, it's been weaponized and it's really like if they, they choose what to magnify on, on the level of the media, right? Like there's so many other things that they could be pinpointed on. Like, uh, you know, when we were talking like, you know, they could be talking about uh, like in Chicago, for example, like, like what, what's going on there, you know, like just the, the black on black crime. But instead it's magnified like, OK, we're going to look at and uh, correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, please, you know, <laughs> but like uh, like the nine unarmed Black men that were shot, shot, black people that were shot and killed in 2019, right? And that 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 constitutes uh, what we're what we're seeing, right? Is that what we're talking about? I mean, I don't know. Am I wrong there? I don't know, dude. Maybe <laughs> this is why I'm here. Okay, yeah. nine black men were shot by the cops, right? Yeah, we're supposed to, it's it's a racist incident, right? Yes, nine black people getting shot. That's like a average weekend in Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I okay. There's trigger trigger happy police, right? Yeah. Okay, hear this out. This is probably something that civilian. Did any of you guys serve in the military? No. Mm -hmm. Okay, so here's something that a lot of civilians don't know, right? Um, when I was getting out of the army in 2005 December, like police recruiters come to you when you're ETSing. That's when you're getting out of the army. And they're trying to recruit you to come into these various police agencies, like mm -hmm. sheriff's departments, police departments, you know, and they'll take anybody. I know the army. Oh, you can't say anything negative about the army. But you know what? There was a lot of scumbags in the army. Mm -hmm. OK, I won't even say that. It's probably not. I shouldn't say that. But there were people who just stayed to themselves, didn't kind of have it all together. And they were in the army. Right. Maybe even they, they might have got picked on in the army, okay? And mm. now you're saying, hey, guy that's been getting picked on and can barely wipe your ass, come be a cop. Mm. <laughs> that's something that – and they don't, they don't check with your sergeants. They don't ask, what's this guy's history in the military, you know? Because 
you write down on your application who you want them to talk to. It's just like an application for any job, you know? Yeah. And they're not going to your sergeants. Sergeants be like, this guy's a a shit bag. <laughs> I had to make make him wash his ass every morning. <laughs> I had to toss him out of his bed, basically, you know? And he's probably mad at the world and is going to do some abusive shit if he gets some power. Don't hire this guy. Yeah. Nope, that doesn't happen, wow. you know? A lot of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And, on, and in general, I feel like the cops are... I, in general, they're taught that they're doing the most dangerous job in the world. They're always in danger, always be on guard. Everyone's after them, right? I mean, if you go into your day every day and that's your life, that someone's after you, you're in danger always, you're trigger happy in and of itself. Exactly. And here's the thing with the cops. I have a few cops in my family, right? I have one officer in my family who his first day on the job, his first night on patrol, he got shot at. He works in a violent neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Violent neighborhood. He got shot at. And you know what? The stuff you see on TV about the people that cops deal with, it's real life in some areas. Yeah. Like sure. there's some people who's like, man, they're going to have to kill me. I ain't going to jail tonight. Mm-hmm. That's stuff that cops have to deal with, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you never know who that guy is who's like, hey, you're going to have to shoot and kill me. I'm not going to jail tonight. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's 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 real. You know? Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I would say though, um, you know, with, with all the shootings, I mean, there's no doubt when you look at these shootings that there are racial shootings of black men by white police that does happen, but it doesn't happen. I think that the media plays it to a point to make us think that it's always happening. And I don't, I, I mean, I don't think it's always happening. I think that we have bad cops, we have good cops. We have people that use discernment, people that don't use discernment. I feel like, um, you know, I, I, it's again, I, I feel like they take these and they use us to divide us. That's, that's what I see Exactly. is this is the use to, to turn us against one another. And cause, cause I believe that the common enemy is, is people way above them mm-hmm. and that they want to keep us divided. That's right. Yeah. Well, and a lot of what the media does is it's like you say, Ed, it's to push that divide. Jared, we spoke uh, the other day when we were writing back and forth and we were talking about, uh, was it something that Amy Coney Barrett uh, had ruled on? Was that where we were talking about um, where it was the, you know, the N word oh, being, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? You, yeah, will I'll, you comment on that? that? Hold that thought. I want to okay, touch okay. on something Ed just said. Um, so you were talking about, so to what you say, Ed, I would say, like, everything that's racial is not necessarily racist. Sure. Okay. Exactly. So they're like, white cop shoots black guy. Well, how do you know it was racist? Mm-hmm. That's, some, that's a hard accusation. Sure. Okay. Okay. This going back to Texas again, if you insult somebody, that's a fight. Mm-hmm. There's fighting words. Okay. There's a set in Texas, there's fighting words. Yep. You say some stuff I don't like, we're fighting, buddy. Mm-hmm. And if you call somebody racist who is not racist, now those are fighting words. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how do you know this was a racist cop who's just out to shoot black guys? Sure. You know, right. maybe this this cop had some he's a person, he's a human. You know, maybe he's just a, a crazy bastard. Maybe he's just don't mess with this guy on this day. You I know? mean, you look at but the George Floyd. Racial, I mean- yeah. I mean, you look at George Floyd incident. I mean, there's a lot that the media doesn't talk about about uh, these like two the men Asian working. Who was there. Yeah, and then working together for uh, how many years together? They worked together. 
the yeah. the cop. I mean, there's there's a lot of things there that uh, make change the story narrative a little bit when you dig a little deeper. And I, I I'm not saying that represents all of them, but they're the media has an agenda, and that's what's clear. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that goes back back to what we were ta- you mentioned, Megan. But one more thing on that with the cops, dude. I've seen it where it's been a black cop who shot a black person. And they tried to make that into a racist incident. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the hell? It's a black cop. He <laughs> shot the guy. Maybe this black cop just didn't feel like, I don't know, man. It's yeah. it's, it's supposed to drive us. They're, they're gaslighting us. Yeah. It's supposed to drive us. And we're not supposed to understand this shit because it's ridiculous. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they fill our heads with this day after day. Like I said, every morning there's something new. There's some new BS that I'm supposed to be offended about. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Completely. Yep. Completely. <laughs> and they really are stretching like, hard going to back find to that stuff. story, Megan, what you're talking about oh, with the baby. Yeah. So weren't we talking about that? About how she she ruled on a on a a case. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Will yeah. you will you cover? Will you tell me? <laughs> tell us okay. about that, and then. All right, guys. I don't know if you know about this one, but Amy Coney Barrett, horrible racist. She doesn't uh, oppose um, racial discrimination at work, right? Yep. So the story was, I read into it. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I'm like, damn it, Trump. Again, now I got to look into it. So <laughs> I'm, just sick of, I'm sick of seeing it every day, you yep. know? Yeah, yeah, totally. So my first thought is, you know what? I'm, so, dude, I'm a regular dude. The, for my first thought is, ah, Trump, now they got your dumb ass. You done done some racist shit, right? Yeah. So I look into the story. Uh, a person was fired from the state for, I think it was a driver working for the state. His, his, uh, his, uh, supervisor called him the N word. I'm like, Oh, damn it, Trump. You idiot. (laughs) I read more into this. I'm like, how can you appoint this person? She's, she's okay with people getting called the N word. Right. Is that's what I'm supposed to think. Sure. But thank God I can look deeper into stuff. (laughs) I was like, let me read into this story. So I'm reading into it. He was an idiot. The guy's a driver. I know that doesn't excuse racism. He's an idiot. He uh, pulled out a couple times with the uh, gas hose, the gas line still attached to the car, just a couple times. He almost ran over his supervisor, not because his supervisor was a racist asshole who we just wanted to run over, just because he's an idiot who can't drive and almost ran over his supervisor a couple times. Okay, so that's... The story says black man fired by uh, his supervisor. So I'm like, why would it say black man and not say white supervisor? Right. This is how you got. Okay. Yep. Did, I t- yep. did I tell you guys I'm an English teacher, right? Okay. So I have my, I'm, I'm a certified English teacher and you have to be open-minded and know how to look at um, documents when you're reading through them. 100%. Okay. Yep. With an open mind. Sure. That's something you should teach kids. You but anyway, so I'm I'm like, I'm going to read deeper into this. So it, and you should take up clues as well. So yeah. I'm like, it mentions the race of the guy who got fired, doesn't mention his supervisor's race. So I'm reading more into it. I had to go to some different sites. His supervisor ended up being a black dude. I knew it, man. Yeah, <laughs> all that a mile it. away. When That's they crazy. said, when they didn't show his race, I was like, I bet this guy's black. I just knew in the back of my head, I bet his supervisor's black. I found it. His supervisor called him a stupid ass N word. Stuff you you would hear in rap songs all day. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know why he was a stupid ass N word? Because he's almost running people over. <laughs> probably almost ran over his supervisor. 
pulling away with gas lines connected to the car, and the supervisor had enough with your stupid ass. Yeah. So, yeah. oh my God, racism! And that was the latest racial incident. What that came out like last week. So then that's just showed, and so she morning. didn't condemn it. Is that, that the is that the story? She didn't condemn she, it, and so she's racist. She didn't. Is that rule, what we're saying? She didn't rule that. It's it allowing was. racial discrimination at oh. work. Yeah. Interesting. And that's how, and I feel like that that's yeah. what anything that we do see, they've stretched so hard. Black, black kids. What's, yeah, totally, totally. And they, they, they really have to fish hard because if there really was, you know, true, you know, racism happening on the scale that they would like for us to believe, we would be, we wouldn't have to look that hard for it. The media wouldn't have to stretch that hard to make us believe that the, sure. the, the, the odds are stacked yeah. so heavily. You know, and that's just one. Like I said, it exists. Yeah, for know? sure. For sure. There are, and there's ugly inside of everyone everywhere, right? I mean, that's that's just, that's humanity. And you can pick apart and say, you know, I hate someone for this, that, or the other. And race is just one excuse that people have to be hateful. But it's not, um, I, don't, I don't know any, I've literally never met anybody in almost 42 years on the planet that ever talked to me about feeling some certain way about someone based on what they look like or where they came from. Like that's never, ever happened. Like that's, I'm sure that it's out there, but I haven't come across it. And so I'm sure that that's not, it's not the regular, right? I mean, none of us were raised that way. Here's my thing. If racism went away right now, right now, there would be no drop in the murder rate. Mm -hmm. Sure. There would be no drop in the rapes. There would be no drop in the human trafficking. Right. Okay. Yep. Because, racism that's just one excuse for people to hate on each other yes there are many more and if racism went away right now uh you're dressed too nice uh i would like those rims you have uh i want those shoes i'm gonna you know yep he's a pretty girl who doesn't like me i'm gonna you know people are just yeah well and i think i think um you know, when we were raised, because we're about, you know, same age uh, age group here, you know, it was all about this idea America was the melting pot, you know, and we were kind of, st- it was to celebrate the diversity of America was at least what was taught where I was at, you know, and I think that was uh, fairly universal. I-, I think today they're so focused on the the idea that racism is so real that they almost like make it real, you know, that like they're teaching us that, 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 that you know, that racism is so, so present that we need to like all be so aware of it and, you know, uh, feel a certain way because of it, um, that it's, it's, it's separating us. It's it doing is. what it's, it's what it's doing. It's separating us. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is, which exactly. is the agenda. I've been called racist so many times, man. Yeah. Like, and I'm just going to put it out there. It's typically some progressive with purple hair from the <laughs> Pacific Northwest who's like, you, how dare you disagree with my perspective? Yeah, you totally racist. Yeah. I'm like, dude, yeah, yeah. you're white explaining to me. And I don't even like to go there, with, yeah. but yeah. I'm trying to use their tags again. You're white explaining to a black guy. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Like, you're white. No, but <laughs> that's my voice for it. Yeah. That's but yeah, is. man. It's like, you're no. And what you said. Okay. Here's the thing too. Here's an idea I have. Um, diversity isn't always a good thing. Like, I think there should be diversity in color, races, but diversity in thought, Mm. that's not necessarily a good thing. If we have a team, okay, look at it this way. If we have a basketball team, five dudes, 
who all have diverse thoughts on how we should win this game, we're probably going to win the damn game. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't care if you're a Mexican, an Asian, a small, whatever, as long as we're, we can have that, the diversity on the surface, but as long as we're on the same page ideologically, then let's go get it done. You know, mm-hmm. if you don't have that, I, that same ideal, then you're not going to get it done, man. Right. And that's what it seems like the left is doing to me. Like, they just want diversity for diversity's sake. That's mm-hmm. a way to lose, man. Yeah. I'm all about tactics and winning tactics. Mm-hmm. That's not a winning tactic. Mm-hmm. Sure. sure. Yeah, it's like I spend so much of my energy in my day, like, you know, arguing about uh, why why the whole mask debate thing. Like, it's like I spend all my energy, like, arguing about freaking masks, dude, when I could be doing all this other awesome, great stuff. It's like, no, dude. Or like yeah. like COVID, or like or we're, we're bogged down talking about this, and we spend so much time trying to convince the other side that our opinion is right, and they're spending all their time trying to convince us that, that they're right, and it's just like, like, that is the divide. That is the division, and that's where all the energy is being focused, when it's like, you know, there could be, in a perfect world, this unity that occurs, where we realize that, you know, that's my biggest frustration in I'm this whole thing. I'm taking notes too, guys, so don't, don't mind me. Yeah, you're when good. I look away. This is just like the whole frustration is just like, you know, we're the ones that are under attack. We're the ones that are being subjugated. Yeah, we're the we're ones that are being forced into, uh, you know, these little boxes. And, and each side is being fed these very specific pieces yeah, of information. Sure. You know what I mean? Like yeah. my Twitter feed looks probably way different than somebody who's on the left's Twitter feed or whatever or the whatever side, you know. They're getting fed that specific specific information to get them all charged up and fired up. And they're getting specific articles and specific tweets push to the top just to infuriate them and, 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 you know, you know, galvanize their view and their opinion. And, and same thing with me. And so it's yeah, like, how uh, we're, double we're, down, double down, double down. We, we talk about this all the time. Like, like we, we've like trying to look outside of echo chambers, but yeah, it's just like, it's so hard to, uh, sometimes get perspective because it just feels like, I just don't get it, man. Like, it's just, I don't understand what, where all this is coming from other than it's being trickled down from the top to us. Like it cannot be this, it cannot be like this. This naturally divided. I don't. I don't. It's never been this divided before. Twenty years ago, it was not this divided. Like something significantly changed in the world, where this energy has culminated to where it's just like this fever pitch, and uh, and and it almost feels like a level of desperation that I've never seen. And it's, and I feel like a lot of it is the 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 race like the the race agenda is really the big driving force and if i even question if i, I even question yeah. if i question yeah. some of the agendas behind black lives matter or something like that and if i see a bigger picture and i see yeah. you know you know documents going back talking about how america is going to be subverted through uh, civil unrest and if i even mention that then i'm racist you know what I mean? That's that's the wild card that that defeats any sure. argument and any voice that I could possibly have. And if I and if I speak out on this, and you know, we're, every day, like all our friends who have YouTube channels and and podcasts, it's like they are getting wiped out day after day after day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, like World Art- Alternative Media, The Last American Vagabond, like you know, these people, their channels with hundreds of thousands, millions of subscribers are just getting bam cashed out. Yep. And yep. um, because they're speaking these these Truth. things, and it's like we, every day we wake up and we're like. I wonder if our channel's going to go away today. There? You know what yeah. I mean? Like What's it's gonna just like the thing that's going to take us out. This might be the episode that takes us out because yep. it's like if I even question the narrative, then I'm racist, and I yep. don't feel like I'm racist, man. And that's the whole crazy yeah. diabolical thing about yeah. this whole thing. You know what? Like I said earlier, man, I think it's like, where do you see this going? Like, yeah. let's get into that. Like, yeah. do yep. you yeah. do you think society's going to come back from this? Because you know what? Like I said earlier, I think we're in 
last days, biblical, dogs living with cat, Ghostbusters type <laughs> yeah. uh, topic, topic, man. Like, yeah. I, I agree with I, you. If Trump doesn't win, yeah. if Biden wins, whoever wins, there's going to be some violence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, that's just what I see, man. Yeah. 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 Especially living up here in Seattle, outside of Seattle. I'm close to Seattle. Mm-hmm. These people are nuts, man. They're. These people are nuts. We're in Oregon, so I'm sure they're uh, similar similar nuts here. But yep. um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you know, I mean, we've been looking into a lot of you know the UN, uh, the Agenda 21, Agenda for 21st Century, Century, uh, Agenda 2030, um, you know, uh, World Economic Forum. These things, uh, you know, I, I think to me, it's pretty clear where they want this to go. Mm-hmm. And I think, like you said, I think if, if Biden wins, we're on the fast track there. And, uh, you know, right. you know, whether you just believe gonna push through all of their agendas, yes. yep. yeah. whether Stupid you're looking at like a, math is racist. Yes. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Do away with late homework. That's racist. They're just going to fast track all of that stuff nationally. You know? Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. happens in California happens in the Pacific Northwest. What happens there spreads throughout the whole country. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. I, mean, I think it's they want a one world government. And they want to control us all. And uh, it is all of this is being used against us. I, we, we need to unite is the problem. Well, and that's you know. that's the agenda. Right. So, I mean, if we're looking at this on a, on a broader scale, this is, you know, 60 plus 100 years, you know, on this particular agenda being rolled out against us to convert us, you know, under, you know, a, a new world order where we're having, mm-hmm. you know, one world government, one, yep. you know, religion. We're having one world, you know, yep. digital currency. You know, this yep. is and and we talked, you know, offline, Jared, you and I just, you know, my feelings and, you know, like you mentioned this to me, looks like, you know, revelation, like biblical times. This looks like, you know, us ushering in Armageddon. And if we're not, you know, in, in the middle of it, um, but, but, you know, in order to have, and I've said this multiple times, I feel that in order to have this new world order come to pass, they really have to have America fall. Mm -hmm. And America sets the tone for the world. I say this over and over and over. We are a stronghold for other nations to emulate. Um, and, And if they can make America fall. Now we've got George Soros, you know, funding all kinds of subversion and we can see what he's done in other nations. Um, and, and we at least all have some idea as to, you know, the character of this man. Um, and we've got, you know, um, this, this racial divide happening. And, and really, because if, if, if America is allowed to just be who she is and, and all of her citizens can just be how we were up into the two weeks to flatten the curve, <laughs> there's no problem. We're not falling. We're all for each other, right? But they use COVID. Exactly. They use the lockdowns and they started get, you know, we've got Soros funding all of these groups coming in and ha- we're having, you know, not protests. We're having riots. We're having destruction. We're having mayhem. We're having murder. And that is how they're trying to make America fall. That's This all comes back to the divide. To me, this all is so clear. It comes back to this racial divide. They've, they've used race so many times throughout history we can look at the way that the government has has completely you know done these psyop attacks on the people um, using race as as a reason and and that's why we all say you know we have to this is why we do what we do right we're hoping that we can unite we have to have all of us unite because it's uh, all of us all of us citizens all of the citizens of the world against a one common enemy Mm -hmm. you know that's what we're looking at yep so i um, think it was lincoln i'm not sure but America won't be defeated by external enemies, but it will implode yes. from within yeah. if yes. it's going to be defeated. Yes. And that's what it that's what it looks like they're pushing for, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Certainly. Certainly. It does. Civil unrest to the point where 
outside forces have to come in and mm-hmm. reestablish peace, you know? Not necessarily a Chinese invasion because they would get destroyed, mutual destruction type stuff. But they don't want to just wipe us out. They probably just want to come in and take over like what we have, infrastructure and stuff like that. Heck yeah. The way to do that. Oh, the UN is coming in to re-implement peace. That's it. That's it. Racial justice and harmony. You know? Yeah. Yep. And then I don't think and redistribute UN- everyone's wealth and yeah. put us all in our in our, uh, in our yeah camps. in our camps. Yeah, yeah all Dude, of that. Once, yeah, human settlement zones. Once uh, even like the New York Times was talking about how maybe hey maybe we need the UN to come in and mediate yeah, this totally. election. But it's like I, yeah, okay, a UN occupation in the United States, the blue helmets. You know, once they get a foot in the door, they're never gonna go. No, yeah. they're never gonna go. And and so we had a guest on last week, Tom Deweese, where we were talking about this. And then like we asked, so he's an expert on Agenda Twenty One. Um, uh, he runs the American. American Policy Center out of Washington, D.C., you know, just all about private property rights, fighting Agenda 21, and, like, his take was, like, you know, a U.N. occupation is going to be a very scary thing, and we asked him, like, okay, so the... Where does the UN get their troops from, right? They pull their troops from all nations. Ironically, a lot of the majority of them are United States uh, military personnel, right? But in this situation where they were to Well, when it's time to go to war or something, oh, yeah. send in the Americans. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But you know, let's say they were to come in and occupy the United States. Like I would imagine, um, according to one of our other guests, Mel Kay, like China uh, has uh, Chinese nationals have a very strong leadership position within the UN. Yeah. And uh, that that would be I would imagine that that would be the you know, we're gonna have like like Chinese troops coming in under that under the guise of the UN, you know what I mean? And like that's wow. Yeah. 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 And so or, or whatever tough, nation, man. just substitute whatever nation here occupying forces in the United States under the guise of the UN, right? And uh right. it's crazy. Yeah. So definitely. like that's I mean, but that's such a real possibility, man, and I don't yeah. know what we do at that point. I don't know what we do. So yeah, it's some it's some uh it's curious to think about, you know, like I don't know. Me personally, I wouldn't be all worried about it, but I have a kid, man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's... So Jesus, I wouldn't care. I'd be ready to go out. And if these guys are coming, you know, but yeah. now it's like the road. Have you guys seen yep. that? I got to yep. look out for this little guy. Now I yep. got to, yep. you know, it's, Yep. Hopefully, hopefully you have more than one bullet like he had. You know what I mean? We're we're parents as well here. So, I mean, I think that's that's what we talk about very often is like this. It's just us. We can take off. We'll 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 be okay. But we got to take care of our children. We want we want a world that's worth living in for them. That's that's what this is about. You know, we're setting it up so so they can fight for their own freedom someday. Because exactly. You know, trying to empower them to 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 understand what their sovereignty is mm-hmm. and to understand that their individuality is is precious and that other people's individuality is precious yes. and that it's supposed to be different and it's supposed to not all be the same yep. right and that you know another thing that is a big thing we talk about is you know the whole mandated vaccine you know agenda yep. that's coming yep. down under this yep. you know oppressive blanket you know like you say if it's us adults well i'm i'm much more comfortable just fighting for myself than i you know it's you know how it is as a parent you're living with your heart right. on the outside of your body forever right sure. you're t- like those are your those are your children and that becomes a terrifying ordeal for every parent in the world because you know when we're talking about you know a militarized you know government you know where where they're coming in and potentially you know like uh alan dershowitz talking about them pulling people out of their houses to stick a needle in their arm plunging a needle in your your arm (laughs) you know and how that's fully constitutional and fine yeah. I'm not taking the damn vaccine. Yeah. No, no, yeah, no, 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 no. We're with you. That's right. We're, we're, we're all 100%. on that page. Yeah. I don't get sick often. I don't take vaccines. Sure. 
That's why you're I not sick often. I take care of myself. I say my prayers, eat my vitamins like Hulk Hogan told us to do. Yeah. And you know what? It's worked out well for me. Yep. Yeah. I don't take the damn vaccines. Yeah. Nope. And not going to take a new one. And not going right. to be forced to do it. That's right. Yeah. So, That's right. Yeah. No, we are 100% with you on that one. I do think that's, that's um, you know, as James Corbett's often told us, you know, draw your lines, know where your lines are so they don't get crossed for you, that's you know, because cause, oh, cause yeah. these, things, these things are coming, you know. Um, and whether, you know, I do think it, it does have a major impact on what happens uh, politically in the next couple of weeks here. But, um, you know, I, they, there are people that want us taking that vaccine beyond our will for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whether yeah. that gets mandated or not. Um, that is the agenda. Yeah. That is the hope of, of, you know, those top, these top uh, dark entities, yeah. you know, yeah. bleeding yeah. down on, onto the populace. Yeah. So, and they have the same people who think everything that is different than their perspective is racist. Mm-hmm. Those same people want to, how can you be, against? somehow it became a political issue. Like yeah. one side is for vaccines, the other side isn't. Yeah. yeah. So these same idiots that you have to argue about, hey, maybe saying something is rat infested, that's not racist. They're the same people who think that, oh, if you don't take a vaccine, you're siding with Trump and the Republicans and yeah. they're all great. I'm just so sick of it all. Yeah, man. Totally. That's the that's hijacking that you that always is. talk about, Megan. Yeah. That's the hijacking. They have, they have put all these views together. And if you want to be on this side, you have these views. And if you say anything outside of it, if you question any piece of it, then you're not with us. And, and that's, exactly. that's is anyone bullshit. able to think for themselves? Exactly. Like, that's the they real don't deal want right that. There. That's the attack, right? The, all the censorship that's going down, all of the rewriting of history, all of the cancel culture. They they don't yes. want that. I mean, we're 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 looking at like I feel like it's becoming like the whole George Orwell, you know, Fahrenheit 451. Let's burn the books. We're not going to talk about things. Let's make our cars go faster so we don't notice nature. Like you know what I mean? Like it's 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 such yeah, they're a literally burning books. Yeah, literally, literally digitally and in yeah. real life. Yeah, and it's like and it's like the very Orwellian. Yeah. Speaking of the uh, Amy Comey Bryant thing, like they literally changed the definition of a word in the dictionary to be able to better attack her. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah, I heard about that. that. <laughs> like, like they're actually like going back Perhaps and changing. I think they changed the word, the meaning of. It was uh, it's now offensive to yeah. say uh, sexual preference or yeah. something. Yeah, she said sexual preference, which is a, an offensive term, but but what they what they noticed is that they didn't have it notated in the dictionary as an offensive term. So they went back and added that to the dictionary <laughs> so that what? now they can go ahead and attack her on that. Oh, the Webster's dictionary says this is offensive. And that's oh what she God. said. That's and so it's so just ridiculous. like within like 15 minutes of that happening, they went in and did it, dude. Like what the hell? Like that is just yeah. complete 1984 yeah. right there. And man. It shows where they're at. Yeah. yeah well, what you so notice insane. is they never attack the quality of someone's character. They're, re- they're really Ooh. not. They, they, I have not heard any articulate argument for any of these major players that they want to take down, just you know, off the top of my head over the last six months, they don't have a real argument against these people's character. They don't have a cons- like because we've all fucked up, right? Like I've done shit that I'm embarrassed about and that I'm ashamed of, and I also am not the same yep. woman now that I was 20 years ago, sure, right? Like certainly. we all become. So yep. I've said some horrible things. I've done horrible things, right? We all judge ourselves, and we have to face who we are as human beings. But none of us is perfect, like you mentioned, right? We're all just men and women, okay? Exactly, and yeah. and so um, I, I I feel like that 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 whole just the, the taking her apart. You know, they they don't have anything about her character. Like they were taking her apart over adopting, you know, children that were, you know, I have interracial adopted children. So that really like was 
close to my heart when they had people taking her apart for, you know, and, and saying, oh, she adopted, you know, these kids. Yeah, they were saying, oh, they're like accessories, like whatever. What was the movie with Sasha Baron Cohen or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah. He, he came on the, it was like a, a mock sitcom or something. No, it was like a talk show. And he had the black baby with him. And it was just like an accessory oh, yeah. for him. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Bruno, yeah. Bruno, Bruno. No, it wasn't Borat. The other Bruno. One. I don't Bruno. What was it? Bruno. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, and one of the the other things, too, that I think, you know, is so important to their side that they need to, it's like one of their biggest weapons, right, is victimhood, mm-hmm. right? Painting the picture that we are the victims and, and society owes us, right? You know, um, I was wondering if you, if you want to, I'm really curious what your perspective is on that because you've risen above that, man, because I'm sure yeah. that they, they want to tell... You know, any minority, like, oh, you're at the disadvantage. The world's against you. They, 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 they're gonna, they're gonna do everything they can to keep you back. They owe you. You know, what, what are your, what are you, what's your take on that? Dude, we could just, we could, we could go on. How long is the podcast? How long <laughs> we can you go want? As long as we can go, man. Like, hey, like I said, I wake up every day. It's some new shit that I should be offended about. Mm-hmm. And if it isn't a new article about, uh, um. White cop shoots black man in racist police shooting. How do you know it's racist? If it's not something like that or some other dumb stuff, yeah. it's one of my, and these are my buddies. I yeah. love them, but it's somebody posting pictures of lynchings, mm. something about slavery. I'm like, dude, you know it's 2020, right? Oh, we can never forget. And me, I always go back to as a fighter, I'm not gonna dwell on my past losses. Like, I'm trying to get better. Mm-hmm. I know it happened, but damn it. I'm not going to bring up every day. Remember when uh, he knocked me out and then just dwell on that all day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it happened. Let's move forward. Mm-hmm. What else from the past should I be mad about? Uh, Shaka Zulu was impaling other black people. Mm-hmm. Should I be mad about that? Um, Africans sold other Africans into slavery. Should we? But we want to go back to Africa but Africans sold other Africans into slavery. Mm. Let's wipe them all out and then we'll reestablish. Where does it end, you know? Mm. Yeah. Sure. I'm so sick of this. What was the specific question? <laughs> just like, just, no, just, 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 uh, just, you know, a little take on just the victimhood mentality that's so oh, the, important yeah. and so it's important like, to their if argument. You're, oh, there's no getting over it. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? There's always something new that you should be offended about. And if it's not something new, Let's bring up some old stuff to be a finish. No, mm-hmm. that is not. Life should be mo- lived forward, not backward. Mm-hmm. The the window in the front of the car is bigger than the rearview mirror for a reason. You yeah. know, you're supposed to be paying attention to where you're going, not where you're coming from. And just, I'm just, yeah, it's it's true. We should be moving forward. Progress. That's real progress. Mm-hmm. Progress isn't doing away with everything that works. Okay, this goes back to fighting too. Mm-hmm. Muay Thai has been Muay Thai for hundreds of years. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Centuries. You know why? Because it's effective. It works. They had to make a few changes. You know, they added Western boxing into it because Westerners were going to Thailand and they were using their knowledge of Muay Thai plus their boxing abilities. And they were getting wins over the Thais because the Thais, their hands sucked. Mm -hmm. They didn't have a boxing game. So you don't just... Progress isn't just throwing away all the old, okay, let's fight Muay Thai with just boxing now. No, you keep what works and you add new into it. Sure. Yeah. But it seems sure. like the progressives these days, they just want to get rid of everything that 
just for the sake of being progressive. If it's anything old, anything conservative, it's got to go, you know? Yeah. And that's totally. not how you move forward, you know? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. For sure. Yeah, man. Uh, let's so, see. Jared, I, I want to ask you. So, Black Lives Matter, what is your take on this on this organization, on this agenda? Okay. <laughs> you know, I don't agree with a lot of the things they, they stand for, you know? It seems like um, they're just people who are mad at the world and they want their agenda to be pushed forth. And it seems like they're working in conjunction with Marxists, socialists yeah. Yeah. to implement that agenda. And they're using the tactic, it's a tactic of call everything racist Yep. Nobody wants to be a racist. Nobody in their right mind wants to be a racist. Right. That's why you, I'm not racist. I'll support you. And that's what they're hoping. And anyone who doesn't support them, just shame them until they fold, you know? And yeah, I, I, I don't agree with the whole, okay, here's my thing. If Black Lives Matter, I would take you more seriously as a group, as a movement, if all Black Lives Matter like last year in 2019, I have the article somewhere. It was like, you can look this up. Like so many children were killed in St. Louis, like children, little kids. I'm not discounting the deaths. Okay. Death is always bad. George Floyd, sorry, you died guy. Brianna, sorry, you died. These are little kids, people, little black kids. It, it was a crazy ass number. It was like almost 20 or something. I need to look it up. But in the St. Louis Metroplex area, like 20-something black kids died. Why, why ain't they getting names on uh, jerseys? Mm -hmm. Why aren't their names on football helmets, you know? Yeah. I would take yeah. you more seriously if you took their black lives more seriously. Right. I would take police shooting us more seriously if we would take not shooting each other more seriously. Sure. So yeah. that's yeah. my thoughts on that. I'm like... you. All lives matter. I said it. There, I said there you it. Go. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> You're going to fit right in. Now, we're, now they're taking us down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to take it down for sure. But then, like, yeah. uh, you know, you, you, there's a lot Jason of... Jason Voorhees would disagree with me, but that's yeah, yeah. neither here. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, you know, there's a lot of truth to that. You know, it's like we were saying earlier. Like, it just... As long as it fits their narrative, it's something that they're willing to prop up, you know? Um, like, like, like what I was saying. Like, it's... Uh, we're not talking about all the, the, the gang killings in, in Chicago, right? It's like 2,000 or something like that last year. God, I can't remember the number. It's something Dude, preposterous like that. Nine black lives were just taken over this past weekend. This weekend, yeah. Chicago, like 20-something yeah. like yep. people were yep. shot. Yep. Yeah. That's potentially 20-something people dead, you know? Yep. And it's most, let's not, oh, this is something we can get into. Like, yeah. when I tell people that, hey, you know, uh, more white people are actually shot by the police and killed but than blacks, even more unarmed white people. Yep. That's bull crap. Mm -hmm. Where'd you get that from? Mm -hmm. That's FBI statistics. I was like, those are government <laughs> yeah, totally. public statistics. Yeah, totally. Even Washington Post keeps uh, track of police shootings too. You know, they, they keep track of that number. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. here in Tacoma, Washington, like uh, about 10 years ago, they just blasted a white kid. He was standing on his porch. He had a knife. Mm -hmm. They just blasted it. And that goes back to some of these cops. I love the police. But some of them are trigger happy. Probably shouldn't yeah. be a cop. Yeah. Right. That's police reform. Yeah. yeah. But don't let yeah. police reform be based on racist cops are out to kill black people. No. Yeah. They throw that on everything. Uh, yeah. Throw some racism on it. It'll, you know. Yep. You know. No. 
Yeah. Right. I, I, the only explanation for discrepancies in life. Oh, that's a great one. That's a great, I can, <laughs> racism is not the only explanation for discrepancies in life. That's, yeah. that's a good one yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah. Problems, whatever you want to call it. And, yeah, I mean, and that's, that comes to the other point though that when we when we remove our police, what's going to happen? I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's exactly that Look is at the, the agenda. In Seattle. Yeah, yeah. When they remove the police, have their occupy zone. Two black kids got murdered. Yeah. You oh. idiots. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Two black kids got murdered. Yeah. In the protest for black people being murdered. What the hell? And then the other piece of irony too is that uh in the in the process of defunding the Seattle police, uh you had the chief of police step down yeah, who was lady. a black woman. What are we doing here? <laughs> What's going on? Like yeah. Yeah. it's just clown Let's world. Let's show dude. that black lives matter. <laughs> By killing two black kids and getting rid of the black chief of police. Yep. You yep. Or exactly. in St. Louis, like David Dorn. Oh, here's the thing. The McClowskis. Yeah. You guys know who they are yep, yep, from yep. Uh, St. The, Louis, right? Yeah, with the AR and the I pistol. told you guys I'm originally yep. from East St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. It's in Illinois, actually, but I got yeah. I'm from around there. Yeah. So I'm actually friends with them on Facebook. The McClowskis, dude. I think that they were justified in doing what they were doing. They were yeah, holding guns. You. Hey. Yep. Don't come this way. Totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Don't, don't come break this down way. the fence and yep. come into my yard. Yeah. So they had their weapons out, right? Yeah. Don't come this way. Don't come wait. It was private. It was private property. So I, I'm not familiar with the laws, but I heard the neighborhood was private. It was a gated community. Yep. So just being in the neighborhood was trespassing. And they yeah. broke down the, the saying, gate or the fence, right? They weren't on their right? private property. They were just in the community. I will be like, hey, it's a private community. You're not supposed to be in there in the first place. And my, my, okay, that's all neither here or there. My thing is, this is the same city where Black Lives Matter protesters killed David Dorn. Yeah. His black life didn't matter. Mm. They murdered his ass for some TVs, you know? Mm. So these people had every right. What If they would murder, murder an old black dude, what would they do to two old white folks? Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. They had every right to be like, hey, don't come this way, you know? Yeah. So... I mean, here, I mean, we have Portland, you know, right north of us here, too. I mean, I mean, they're lighting fires every night, you know. I mean, they're, they're they lighting fires at the police stations. What's that? I haven't heard anything lately. Are they yeah, still doing I that? Um, I heard it's still going. I, I think the media has calmed down a little bit. You know, that's not okay. maybe exactly what's fitting the narrative right now. Well, I don't it's think it's... good for Brown. I don't think oh, it's... Brown. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's I don't, it. And I don't think it's... um. I don't think it's as big as it was for the first hundred days it went on, you know? So, um, but I, I heard there hasn't been a night without still. Wow. Yeah. But so. yeah, you notice how it doesn't get propped up in the media because it doesn't, it's not advantageous to, exactly. you know, Kate Brown, our, our governor, or of course like Biden and Kamala, like the message that they're trying to send. It's like, Certainly. dude, they got, they're trying to pull it in tight right before yeah. the election, but yeah. that doesn't change their agenda and what they stand, stand on at all. Yeah. Yeah. What um, do you think about all the, and God, you know what? It's so crazy because like this episode will come out on Sunday. Uh, so everybody listening, like if we were to comment on anything that's going on like right today, like it's probably way old news by Sunday, but like, dude, like, <laughs> like, uh, um, we're good, we're good. you good or good. I was just saying like, uh, you know, so it sounds like it's like, it sounds like the Biden campaign is crashing and burning right now. Like, I mean, tomorrow's the debate. Oh yeah. So the debate tomorrow, oh, like, yeah, like, Oh my God. The debates tomorrow. Yeah. All this crap's coming out with Hunter now. Yeah, you know? dude. Yeah. It's Jesus, insane. Man. And then today I heard Giuliani was, Hell laying yeah. down in bed, some chick walked into his. Was it a hotel room, office, or something? Well, what it was is, 
what it was is like, so there's a new Borat movie. You talk about Sasha Baron Cohen. There's a new yeah, Borat movie. Yeah, yeah. He sent this uh, lady in. Yeah. They're saying it was a 15 year old girl, but she's really like a 20 something year old yeah. actress. Right. Yeah. 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 So he, he got caught up in the Borat. He got, he got tricked by Borat apparently. So new uh, Borat movie. So I don't know. So he wasn't out of line. He just got, he got, well, I, we don't, I don't know. More okay. will be revealed. More will be yeah, revealed. Yeah. And yeah. so it's just like, but see, here's the thing too. It's like, okay. So if they really did have all this stuff on Biden, like, why aren't they releasing it like right now? Why are they playing games with it? Because people are voting. Like people are literally voting right now. They're mailing in their ballots like as we speak. And like it seems like in order to if they wanted to have any political advantage with it, like they would be putting that out everything they have right now. Because yeah. uh, otherwise, so that's what leads me to believe you that maybe what? it's that all goes bullshit. back to as well. Yeah. Like everybody, how dare Trump question the military? How mm-hmm. dare Trump question the uh, the um, establishment? The um, the FBI, mm. the CIA, and how dare sure. you question question our intelligence agencies? Well, a lot of these people are political plants placed there by Obama oh, yeah. who have an agenda, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. People have yeah. an agenda. How dare he question the Gold Star families? Remember that crap? Mm. Well, because they're working for a political rival and they're up there talking crap about it. Yeah. Of course he could say something about them as people. He's not question he's not downing their family member who died or, you know. You can feel sorry for someone, but you're still wrong on this issue, you know? Yep. And I'm going to yeah. call you out on that. That totally. doesn't mean I disrespect you as a veteran, as military, as a gold star or whatever, as uh, law enforcement. But you people have a gen- – are you not people? Do people? Are people not people? That'll be the next thing. <laughs> yeah. You can identify as another species next well, or dude, something. Dude, hey, we, 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 talk, we touch on that a little bit. Transhumanism. Like uh, transhumanist, the transhumanist agenda, dude. Like just the man merging with machines. Like the elites creating this breakaway civilization where they merge with AI and – and, Neuralink, uh, and 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 we, those who choose not to do that, all of a sudden become a subspecies. You know, they're like, look at these humans who communicate with their mouths still. You know, like that whole thing, and yeah. just like, where does that, where does that yeah. go? Are they, yeah. gonna, are they going to keep people around to do their work for them, do their manual labor? Who knows, man. Are robots yeah. going to do that? Or, or technically, yeah. they say that with the new mRNA vaccine that they're working on for COVID, like that's going to change your DNA. So technically, you won't be human anymore if your dna's change and so like i heard some arguments saying that like you know that's how they work they like to play these little games where it's like all these laws all these human rights laws that we have well those apply to humans but now that you've taken the vaccine you're no longer wow. a human that's so, what i think too yeah. so, that like, is totally yeah. what i think that they're working and up so, to yeah. who knows yep. man yeah. <laughs> yeah god and guns guys yeah that's there you it go. <laughs> yep. Yep. god yeah. and guns yeah. you yeah. are yeah. right yeah. on that cool man Wow. Well, Jared, this is amazing. I'm so thankful yeah, that you sat you in so here much. with yeah, us dude, tonight. That's great. Do you have any no, other? I'm sorry, guys. I got a little crazy person running around. You're totally just a no, you're good, thing. man. Totally awesome. This totally guy, good. he doesn't play around, man. Like, you're yeah. totally good. Do you <laughs> have any? Next world champ, though. Next world champ. I'm working on it. Heck nice. yes. So, awesome. Yeah. Do you have any other thoughts that you wanted to you leave with us before you go? You know what? Just, um, just everyone, keep your heads up. Do like the Bible says, try to be peacemakers yeah. instead of look for ways to come together instead of ways to push other people away. You know, yep. that's what I try to do. That's yeah. But when I try to come together with people, uh, not all, but a lot of people, even even friends, man, I've lost friends over this yep. crap. Oh, yeah. Just trying to, hey, this is just my perspective, dude. Yeah, I yeah. see it. Oh, you, what's wrong with you? So I don't know. Just try, just. Everybody ain't going to make it, guys. We're not all built the same. Yep. Equality ain't a 
there will never be equality. We don't have the same thoughts. We don't have the same aspirations. But we, there should be, there shouldn't be diversity in thought. Well, yeah, we should all be on the same page, moving towards something better. You know, yeah. diversity in how we look, race, that's fine. But we need to come together. No diversity in thought. We need to be on the same page, and that's the way to move forward. Yeah, totally, yep, yep, yep. totally, awesome, yeah. dude. Awesome. Hell yeah, that's what I. Yeah, wow. absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on tonight. Yeah. Thank Hopefully, you, we we can do this again. Yeah, I'll work yeah, on some more definitely. stuff. Yeah, yeah I'd like, love I love to. Like going any like I didn't get deep into any of my rants. I want to be. That's I want to smooth my way in there. I don't want to just good. totally. <laughs> well, we'll we'll have you back. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Maybe definitely. after the election, right. like when yeah. we're like right before oh, the war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, that would be a good one. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> sure. Thank you so very cool. much, Jared. Sure, really guys, appreciate Jared. you. Thanks for having me. Thanks, oh, guys. Yeah, for sure. Have a Thank good you, one. Dude. Good night. Good night. All right, everybody. That was Jared Tier. Such amazing perspective. Really super thankful that he could be here with us tonight. Um, everybody, we appreciate your time and your energy. Thank you for your support. Please remember to like, subscribe, and share all of our content anywhere that you can. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just fired up a parlor page. Like, we're trying to make our exodus out of Facebook and Twitter and all that. Before so. they boot us. Before properly, yeah, so I can't yeah. remember who it was. I heard it's probably one of the union of the unwanted people. Like they were saying, like you need to be taking advantage of what little time you have left on your yeah. social media okay. platforms to plug where you're going to be at next sure. because we're all going away, dude. Yep. Um, dude, our friends, Edge of Wonder, The Last American Vagabond, uh, Dollar Vigilante, freaking. Um, God, I know I'm missing people. World, uh, uh, world, world, alternative media. Please go find them, support their the pages. High wire. The high, well, the high wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a while back, yeah, dude. But like, everybody's like everybody's getting, getting plucked down. off of freaking yeah. uh, YouTube. Every, they're coming it's for us. All. Like, yeah, they're coming for us. So that's where your truth is, guys. So go find them. Oh, God. Out here yeah. trying to bring it to you. So, yep, yep. Um, anyways, everybody, thank you so very much. I am Megan, sitting here with Scott and Ed. We wish all of you intellectual prosperity. Good night. Bam, bam. Pew, 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 pew